Welcome to the Dare to Multiply podcast. On this podcast, we help passionate Jesus followers become courageous, obedient disciples who impact their communities for the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Cynthia Anderson, a disciple multiplication coach and trainer. I'm going to show you how to make and multiply disciples in your area. God's got great things ahead for you. Let's dare to multiply. What's the most important mindset of all the ones in my new book, The Multiplier's Mindset? I've been asked that by a few people, and I tell you, that is a hard question to answer because all of these 17 mindset shifts are so important and so key. But today on the podcast, I'm going to answer that question and give you what I believe is probably the most important mindset shift to make if we want to release new movements of disciples, if we want to see multiplication take off of disciples in our area. So I will be right back with that in just a moment. Are you busy but not seeing the fruit you long for? Dissatisfied with your present level of impact on those around you? Are frustrated with traditional methods of discipleship that don't seem to be effective? If so, the Getting Started in Disciple-Making Movements course may be just what you need. Inside the Getting Started program, you'll get access to a step-by-step proven approach to making and multiplying disciples. Not only will you receive 25 short and practical video teachings spread out over six modules, but you'll have a chance to connect with others for group coaching via our monthly Zoom calls, And even more importantly, you'll become part of a global community of like-minded people from all over the world who are passionately committed to following Jesus and impacting others around them. If you want to get unstuck and begin moving forward as a disciple who makes disciples, I encourage you to go to courses.dmmsfrontiermissions.com and sign up for this powerful program today. And now to today's episode. All right, so I had promised that today, and this will be our final time of going through Multiplier's Mindset questions and answers and talking about this. This is launch month, and my brand new book has just been released. Super excited about the reviews and things that people are saying about this book and how it's beginning to change their thinking and their lives. So I am thrilled about what God is doing, and please pray with me that he will do even more, that more people will get a copy of the book, and it's really not about them getting the book. It's about them understanding the mindset changes that need to take place, the Holy Spirit working through this book to touch people's lives, and just pray with me that that will happen more and more. If you've already got a book, please post a review on Amazon or Goodreads or wherever you bought it from and uh, help us in that way to get the word out about this book, okay? But today, I want to talk about one of the most important mindset shifts in the book, and it's one that, I have to be honest, is still in process in my life. I can't say with any of these mindset shifts that God has done with me yet. I'm still in process. He has changed me a lot, but he's still changing me and shifting me to different ways of thinking about about his word, about who I am, about who he is, and about how to make disciples. But I have to say that I think the most important shift that needs to take place is in the the area of prayer. And the mindset shift that um, I talk about in the book 
is that prayer is power. Can you see that? The lighting's a little weird. Prayer is power, not a prelude. Prayer is power, not a prelude. And in Luke 18, 1, Jesus told his disciples that they should always pray and not give up. And if we want to see the multiplication of disciples in our church, in our area, in our community, in our region, in the people group that we're trying to reach, prayer must become a central aspect of our lives. And we need to be people who are willing not only to pray quality prayers, but to pray a quantity prayer as well. We need to increase our prayer life. Prayer needs to be our source of power. We need to begin to see prayer as ministry. Prayer itself is ministry. It's not what we do before we do the real ministry. You know, so often, um, and I've done this for sure myself, you know, you go into a church and maybe you're preaching or you're speaking or a Sunday school class or whatever the context is, you're getting ready to go out on an outreach and a discipleship training school. And before you go, what do you do? You have a prayer time, a powerful prayer time. And prayer is many ways seen as something we do before real ministry. But I really want to encourage you, God wants to shift our mindset to seeing that when we pray, when we intercede for our neighbors, when we pray for our colleagues at work, when we pray for the people that are in our city or the people we're trying to reach, those prayers themselves, that intercession where we are connecting our heart with God and we're agreeing with his will that his kingdom would come and his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. As we pray those prayers, we are doing the real work of the ministry. And it is a huge part of making disciples that we are people of prayer. And then as people come to faith, that we teach them to be people of prayer and people who intercede for others around them, people who spend time with God in prayer. Prayer has become such a uh, something in the West that we just rarely do. You know, we pray before a meal or we pray at the beginning of a service, but prayer is not a central part of our lives in the West. And this is probably the main reason why we are not seeing disciple-making movements in the West like many people are seeing them in parts of Africa and Asia. I want to read you a quote from the book. This is from page 135, and this is what I wrote. Prayerlessness may very well be the main reason we have recently seen so few rapidly multiplying movements of disciples in the United States and Europe. It very well could also be the reason why we did see them in the past. Extraordinary prayer must become a core activity in our lives. It must become the lifestyle we replicate as we disciple others. And I just want to tell you a story about a man that I had the privilege of coaching in India when we were working there. And I was at this conference and we had gone and we were uh, staying in this Catholic retreat center and we were there for this meeting. And, and I woke up early in the morning. I'm an early riser. I always get up early in the morning. I was up at about 5 a.m. And I went out into the hallway to get some water from the, the water filter that was located there. And I went out there and, and I heard something 
in the hallway. And so I thought, well, what is that? And I kind of made my way slowly down the hallway and I, I saw somebody sitting in one of the chairs in kind of the lobby area of that retreat center. And he had a blanket over his head and he was rocking back and forth and he was praying in his own language. Now this was before even 5 a.m., right? And he was praying and he was interceding for his people. And I couldn't fully understand what he was saying, but I knew that he was connecting with God. He was praying, he was seeking the Lord. And I thought, wow, he's up early, you know, and he even beat me up, you know, and out he, he was there seeking the Lord. And, um, you know, I went back in my room and was having my quiet time and doing some things to get ready for the day. And I needed a little more water. I was going to make some coffee in my room. And I went out to get some more water from the filter. And it was like two hours later. And I, I looked down the hall and there he was. He was still interceding and praying. And every day that week when I was there for the conference, when I would wake up, I would see that he was out there two hours, three hours, spending time in prayer, seeking the Lord on his face before God, you know, asking God, crying out to God to move in his life and move through his life and in his people's lives. He was crying out to God for his neighbors. He was crying out to God for his nation. And I saw this lifestyle of extraordinary prayer in this brother, <coughs> excuse me, and it deeply challenged me. And I said, God, I want to be like him. I want to be a person who spends not just quality time in prayer and not just daily time in prayer, but someone whose prayer life is consistently and constantly growing. And I would say today, that is still my prayer and my, my heart. Lord Jesus, would you make me a woman? Would you make me someone who spends more time seeking your face than I spend time working for you? That I would be someone who prays. Now, I'm not saying that you always just stay in the prayer closet and you never have to go out and share the gospel with others if you want to make disciples. It definitely is both and, but we need to become people of prayer and we need to cast vision for others to join us in prayer. Prayer walking is something that we teach people in our trainings. Get out in your neighborhood and do a prayer walk and ask God, stop at different neighbors' houses as you see those houses or you see those businesses. Pray blessing over them. Pray that God would use them. Pray that if they know Jesus, they would begin to make disciples of others in their, in their community. Pray that God would uh, open their hearts to the gospel. Pray that God would open uh, opportunities for you to meet them and just begin to pray. And as we, as we pray and prayer becomes the part, the ministry itself, it becomes where our power comes from we're going to see much greater fruit and much greater results. I'll be right back in just a moment with an action step for you and a little wrap up. Imagine a world where passionate followers of Jesus come together to multiply, transforming lives beyond imagination. Instead of toiling with little fruit, what if God's abundance flowed beyond your wildest dreams? Picture those you've invested in sharing Jesus freely, creating a ripple effect of disciple making. In her new book, The Multiplier's Mindset, Cynthia Anderson reveals how shifting mindsets can revolutionize disciple-making. 
When Cynthia and her colleagues experienced these mindset shifts, they saw enormous results including the launching of 19 multiplying movements in African and Asia, transforming tens of thousands of lives. This book will help you discover hidden harvesters, see church members move from passivity to passion, and release the power of simplicity in multiplying disciples. Don't remain stuck. Learn to move toward greater fruitfulness. Visit MultipliersMindset.com and get your copy of The Multipliers Mindset today. All right, we're back and we're talking about mindset shifts and in it as we wrap up today. And these are short podcasts this month. I apologize, a lot going on. We'll go back to some interviews and a little bit longer teachings and things in the, the next month. But as we wrap up this podcast, I just want to give you an action step to do as I always do. Uh, we need to apply God's word and the things that he's challenging us in and, and do something about it, right? Be doers of the word, not hearers only. So here's your action step today. You know, I don't believe God is asking us to go from praying two minutes a day to three hours a day or from never fasting before to doing a 40-day fast, right? We don't have to take these quantum leaps, right, in our prayer life. But God does want us to be people who will take a step forward. So I just want to ask you to think about your prayer life and think about how could I take one step forward to grow in prayer in this coming week? If you pray inconsistently, maybe it's to just start a habit of praying five minutes every day right after you get home from work. You're going to stop. You're going to pray for your neighbors. You're going to pray for the lost people in your life and the people you're discipling. Maybe it would be that you would take um, a prayer walk once a week. And you're going to determine this week, I'm going to take at least one prayer walk. I'm going to go out in my neighborhood, in my community, and I'm going to walk and pray for them. And I'm going to ask God to open up my heart to the people around me and their heart to Jesus. All right. So do something this week to increase your prayer life. And then would you just pray with me, God, help me to become a person of extraordinary prayer, somebody who prays extraordinary prayers, who believes God for great things and believes that prayer is where my power comes from. Prayer is power. It's not a prelude. And um, keep praying those prelude prayers before you do ministry, before you eat, before you go to bed. But don't just do that. Let prayer become the center of what you do. So one step forward. Don't make that quantum leap, but take one step forward today, this week, and then next week, maybe another, and then another. And before you know it, you're going to see yourself moving into the realm of extraordinary prayer and in the way that you seek the Lord for the people around you. And as you do that, you're going to see greater fruit. Once again, if you haven't yet, pick up a copy of the book, The Multiplier's Mindset. And uh, this is the last week that we're going to be offering bonuses with the book. And then um, after that, you won't be able to get that chance. So if you haven't got a copy yet, get your copy today, www.multipliersmindset.com. And if you have got the book, would you please, please, please share about it with others and leave a review for us wherever you bought the book on Amazon. Even if you haven't fully finished the book, just go in there, leave a review. The more reviews we get, the more the word will get out about this book. And that would be a huge, huge help and a personal favor to me if you would do that. So God bless you guys. We'll see you back next week. That's all we've got for this episode of the Dare to Multiply podcast. 
One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at dmmsfrontiermissions.com slash blog on social media, and please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, God's dreams for us are always bigger than we can imagine.